0: going on everybody welcome to another episode of the vile files bachelor recap and hot goss edition uh i am your host nick joined by my producer chrissy chrissy how you doing
1: <laughs> i love the hot goss i don't know why it makes i me mean it's just like you, say it. I,
0: you know uh listen uh, obviously <laughs> as as the host of the show i uh i am personally more invested in our wednesday Episodes with our great guests and our ability to learn from them and have conversations, as well as our Ask Nick episodes on Mondays, uh, to learn about our audience and and talk about relationships. But I get it. Like, listen, you know, I come from this world of The Bachelor, and it is fun to talk about and
1: uh, reminisce with your friends. But it's just
0: like, hey, I'm still still doing this. All right, I'm still here. We go. (laughs) It's the Uh, hot gas, man. (laughs) it's It's the hot gas. We got a nice little lineup. We thought we'd do it as a little differently, being a re- obviously recapping Caitlyn's season, of which I was a big part of, uh, as well as my friends, my dear friends Jared Haven and um, and uh, Tanner. What the fuck is Tanner's last name? Tanner Tolbert. Fuck. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then I actually asked my friend uh, Brett Vergara to come back. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Brett is a Bachelor super fan. He helped us recap uh, "Listen to Your Heart," but he also was a big part of the uh, diversity initiative that you saw last week that, uh, floated around, um, bachelor nation and got, a, uh, and talked about, you know, getting a lot more diversity within bachelor nation. It was signed by myself and, you know, like, not what is it, up to 80,000 signatures now. And then three days later, they announced Matt James is the first black bachelor, which, you know, I, I, I'm sure they had conversations before, you know, you, you know, obviously the timing was, it, the timing was what it was, and I, yeah. I, I certainly believe that that uh, initiative played a role, and I think that sir, you know, goes to show that you know, the people can influence real change uh, yeah. when they make a concerted effort. So I wanted to bring Bet- Brett back on to, uh, to share a little bit about that initiative, and we're going to talk obviously about the casting of, of Matt, and you know, obviously congratulations to him, and then uh, just go down memory lane with uh, my dear friends, uh, with uh, Tanner and. Um, and jared whoever the fuck i mean my dear friend tanner i can't <laughs> I remember, remember his last, name. I, I was like what's tanner's last name fuck i don't know anyways um let's just get to it uh well uh guys thanks for joining uh on this uh very special reunion uh yep. very of, of, of caitlin season i uh I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh talking shit to you uh you two <laughs> jared and tanner i mean that um and and yeah, and, and talking about some of the things we watched uh, uh, tonight or last night or whenever we we watched it. But uh, before I do get into to that, um, let's talk uh, the first Black Bachelor ever. Uh, we brought uh, our good buddy Brett on um, because uh, Brett uh, is uh, one of the brainchilds behind. Um, the diversity uh, campaign or diversity initiative that you saw uh, around Bachelor Nation this past week. And, you know, who knows uh, how much of that played a role in them announcing Matt James this week. But to say it played uh, no role would be uh, probably um, inaccurate and insincere. Um, So I thought it would make uh, sense to have Brett on and obviously maybe shed some light on on that initiative and and who was really behind it. And listen, uh, uh, we're experienced a lot in this country in terms of uh, a society and, and with the uh, protest, it just goes to show that uh, when people rally behind a great cause, you can make a difference. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's that's undeniable to have this campaign um, and this initiative come out and then, four days later literally um were casted the first uh black bachelor so uh props to you brett but uh yeah i wanted to just have a discussion with you guys and uh, uh maybe brett you could uh, i mean tell us how this all started uh, jump on in. And, and um you know your initial thoughts and then we'll kind of get into the the casting itself
2: yeah sounds good uh well first off, thanks for having me i i uh it's funny now meeting Tanner and Jared through zoom because you know we're familiar with each other just through the Twitter sphere but uh pleasure to be on with y'all um but yeah Bye. oh thank you thank you all the all the memeage oh yeah um but yeah, no. So as for the campaign, it's the Bachelor Diversity Campaign, and yeah, it's been a very wild experience. You know, I do want to, and we'll we'll get into this, but I'm definitely not the only one. I think there has been some like confusion in in the press, but it. it's like, oh yeah, Brett Brett started it. Brett is like the sole brainchild, uh, because it's mainly been me. Screaming about it in either on Twitter or in the DMs, Nick's yours included, uh, to try to get it pushed by as many contestants as possible. And, you know, I really got to thank you and all the other, you know, contestants who shared just because I know it's a very dicey situation. You know, you're all a part of this franchise and it doesn't mean that you can't be critical of it, but there is that hesitation and not really knowing what you can, should do, all that. Um, but you know, again, really thank everyone for their support in that. Um, but yeah, no, so it actually started in a Facebook group that I manage. It's called Brett's bachelor buds. We mentioned it on listen to your heart recap last time. Sure. Um, so it actually started with this woman, Chloe, and she was just very frustrated with this franchise that, you know, she loves that we all love that, brought us all together, whether it's in this Facebook group that that I have or on this podcast, you know, we, we just wanted it to be doing a better job, right? Like, I think it's easy to acknowledge the steps the franchise has tried to take, whether it's with Demi and Christian's representation of their relationship on Paradise, um, you know, whether it, it was casting Rachel as the lead years ago. Um, but I think we can all acknowledge that they're not doing enough. We're we're all just venting in this Facebook group and coming up with ideas that we'd like to see. And then Chloe is long, uh, as well with um, some other people. I'd actually love to shout out their first names really quick because I, I do want them to get credit for the amount of work that they've done here. Um, I'll just do first names just to keep it simple. But uh, we've got, well, me, you know, we're here. Hi. Uh <laughs> And then uh, we've got Ayana, Rhea, Chloe, Emma, Lauren, Sam, Rosie, Lee, Tomiko, Daniela, Hannah, Anna, Ariana, and Rachel. So I've just been really inspired by these women coming together. And some of them are PR professionals. Some of them are visual designers. Some are marketing specialists. And they just... Um, Yeah, a lot of them like they—they're not in media, you know. I don't think we have anyone really in media, or no one who's like covering the franchise as their job by any means. Um, But yeah, they just wanted to put this together and try to make a difference, and then once. Once I saw them actually putting a Google Doc together, I was like, oh, shit, like they they mean business here. And they started getting on my radar a bit more. So then at that point is when I jumped in, I was like, hey, this is really great. I'd love to help in any way I can. Uh, what can I do? So then we went over, you know, we were probably at like six or seven asks in the petition at that point. And we just wanted to keep adding because at first we were focused on on-screen representation, which matters, you know, it really, really matters a lot uh, but at the same time we wanted to address that that's not enough, you know like we've had on-screen representation, Nick, on your season as we talked about and that was great to see uh, we've had representation with Rachel but we don't want this to be half-assed or just kind of like checking a box and then we're done because there's a lot more to it so we wanted to include things like having more um, bipoc producers casting, post production, literally everyone, uh just to feel that those contestants were supported also, I know that we're throwing out uh bipoc a lot and some people not might not be familiar. that's just black indigenous people of color, just to be a little gotcha. bit more inclusive of a term um so yeah, then we were throwing that all together, and once we feel like we were ready, another big part of this part of the reason this came up was going into greatest of all time, right? Which we're here to recap and we'll have fun, you know, recapping it later, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, with everything going on with the, with the world right now with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, Amar Aubrey, it's, it was just very hard to go into this season and not acknowledge what's going on in the world. And yeah, especially- I mean, it was
1: a
0: really bad it was really bad time. It was dumb luck and oh, bad sure. timing sure. to have this go on. Obviously, they decided to do this to highlight your greatest seasons. And given that every single lead that they ever had was white other than Rachel, it just yeah. the optics yeah, right, don't right. look right. particularly yeah. great. And then you it's- have Rachel's season not be part of that recap. Now, logistically, and I don't know why The Bachelor doesn't just say this, sure. but they don't have I don't know how the licensing works, but they don't have the licensing to have Rachel's season be part of the lineup, which is also why you're not seeing Emily Maynard's season, which huh. clearly that would be uh, easily in one of the greatest of all times. And they're not airing that. And it's a licensing issue. That's, that's, no, what, that's really that's, interesting. That's yeah. what I heard from multiple reliable okay. sources. I mean, that could potentially not, might not be true, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. I've heard that floated around. So they don't even have the ability to do that. That being no, said, that's regardless, very, even if it was no, Rachel's no, sure. season, it still highlights how white... Um, It has been, and the optics just don't look great. Yeah, Well, we live in a digital world, people, and obviously we're always looking for great and efficient ways to put out exemplary content. I don't even know if I said exemplary right, but I'll tell you what. Ah, uh, issue is a new platform that I am starting to use for natural habits, and I'm I'm really excited about it. So, listen, uh, if you're creative, you know the drill. Uh, you know, you get done editing something, maybe you re-edit, and it's perfect, it's ready to go. But now you want to put it onto all the platforms out there that you might be utilizing, like Facebook, Instagram, and so on and so forth. Uh, and with issue, it, it, you can make it once, and it's ready to post everywhere, uh, no matter the platform you have. So, uh, obviously, this is a, a perfect uh, application for any young or small business that's looking for uh, easy to use ways of getting digital content out there. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Once I heard of Issue, I thought, this is exactly what uh, we need for Natural Habits. And uh, and even for your individual user, you know, you know uh, people who like just want to like, push out a lot of content. Maybe you're one of those people who writes a lot of poems out there. You just want to push it out to all your platforms. Issue is the way to go. It's perfect for marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or anyone who just wants to make eye-catching content. And best of all, it's free when you get started with Issue. Go to issue.info slash V-I-A-L-L to sign up for your free account. That is I-S-S-U-U dot info slash V-I-A-L-L to sign up and let them know you heard about it on our show. Remember that's dot info, not dot com. Go to issue dot info slash V-I-A-L-L to set up your free account today. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy for a very long time. I know I do, and so I'm always looking to nourish my body with things that make sense for me. And Ritual is doing the same thing for you women out there. I mean, they don't give a crap about me, but (laughs) that doesn't matter. Uh, They're doing amazing things when it comes to uh, multivitamins for women. uh, And they're the experts. Ritual Essentials has the nutrients most of us don't get enough from our food. All in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. And again, it's specifically designed for women.
1: So yeah, I got it a few weeks ago. And I started taking them. I take two every morning. Um, and it's easy capsules. They actually are made specifically so you don't get your um, stomach doesn't get upset. But a lot of people keep asking, like, how does it make you feel? And when do you start feeling different things? And I have to tell you, even after just one or two weeks, I already have a happier mood. My energy is able to maintain a little bit more. And it's just some of the bonuses of being able to improve your long-term health for it.
0: Do you just, is it part of it just knowing that you're taking care of your body? Is it just,
1: yeah, like, it's important count- to know that I'm getting nutrients that I didn't know I wasn't getting from my food.
0: So better health obviously doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash V-I-A-L to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash V-I-A-L. for the life of me and i've said this to producers and and tanner and jared you can maybe chime in here but for whatever reason and and rachel references on on her podcast clearly the company line is to just no comment literally everything Mm. they just never comment on anything um which i think maybe worked in the past you know that's kind of the old school kind of pr method just you know don't comment like let other people comment but we live in this Kind of new age of 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 information and social media. Like no comment, no comment, no comment, and it's just like you know. Now we you have these alumni like ourselves, or specifically Rachel, who are you know want to speak out, and it, the optics look like Rachel speaking out against the franchise. You know, mm. and that sucks too. And it's I I want I hope this is the first step, even from hearing from producers directly or hearing from ABC, uh, have them like speak up about things that go on in their franchise so that their alumni don't have to, um, quite honestly, it's an annoying burden. Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah. I think this initiative will set changes like that just with, with public statements and it'll make deeper changes. Cause I do think maybe Matt James was on the radar to be the lead this upcoming season. Um, for sure. Until maybe the whole cameo Claire thing maybe blew up that a <laughs> storyline. We can get into that <laughs> yeah. later. But um, but I, I do think that this instead of them just slapping a band-aid on it once a decade and throwing some lead out there of a person of color, this will actually maybe dictate more true changes for casting every season, plus, you know, like you said, behind the camera um, employees as well. So um, you know, maybe it's a blessing that it had to happen this way because it'll actually institute deeper real change instead of just a you know, here's a once yeah. in a de- once in a decade kind of thing. Yeah,
0: sure. well, that's the thing too. It's just, uh, and I, Rachel, um, I know Rachel. Rachel was really appreciative of the statement, and it was nice to see. And there, you're going to have, you know, we, let's we can get into the uh, casting of Matt James. It's it. It didn't come without its critics of, oh, well, too little, too late. And you just got to start somewhere, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And I think you all agree that like if if the casting of Matt James is just kind of an appeasement then it's not it's it's then that's yeah. that sucks and that's not okay and that's but if this if this is a one step of of more to come then then it's you got to start somewhere right you know yeah. and let's let's see where it goes from here and i think bachelor nation and the alumni and and some of the producers and and its fans need to hold the franchise accountable going forward um you know to to make sure this
4: yeah, I, I just, I think we live, uh, like you guys said, uh, today in a world where people are going to be held accountable and the executive producers put out a statement because they felt like they needed to say something they couldn't hide behind, you know, the television show, like they'd done so many times. And that goes not just with bachelor, but with, with everybody. I mean, I mean, how many times have you seen white silence is violence, you know, and it's just in today's world, you have to speak out about your views cause you can't be silent anymore. And with Matt James, uh. Like you guys said, there was criticism, but you do have to start somewhere. Was it pandering a little bit? Maybe, but I mean, you you have to you have to take a baby step before you can yeah. start. You know, you have to crawl before you can walk. And uh, I think it also, like Nick said, it was the, a very good. Uh, Step in the right direction to not only just cast Matt James as the bachelor, but also have a public statement from all the executive producers mm-hmm. uh, criticizing themselves and realizing that we all have to do better.
0: Yeah, I think that was as meaningful as as even the casting of, of Matt James this week. I mean, quite honestly, I would have just liked to see that statement first and the acknowledgement um, even Rachel mentioned she was kind of critical. The timing seemed a bit odd. I mean, see I woke up, I'm on the West Coast, and everyone's like blowing up my phone, and it's just like, <sighs> yeah, your first thought is like, wow, they really <laughs> they they really got ahead of this yeah. well, it's just like <laughs> I mean like, thank you for doing this, but you didn't have to do it in three days, yeah. you know like right, right I mean like they're not filming at least to at the earliest September, yeah. you know yeah. um so. That part is like, okay, I mean, yeah. thanks, but all right. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's very jarring um, for sure. I think we're going to have a better
4: feel about the casting of Matt James in a couple of years. Because like you guys yeah. said, you know, we'll figure out, okay, is this the start of, of change or mm. is this a one-off? And the yeah. only way we're going to really find out is what lies ahead in keeping the yeah. Bachelor franchise accountable. And keeping themselves accountable, You know, yeah. not just a one-off statement being like, hey, we're going to learn and we're going to do better, but actually – you know, implementing those, uh, those, uh, values.
0: Shavings make a pile. We all know they do. And Noom believes in that more than you can imagine. Uh, listen, we've, we've talked about Noom a lot. Uh, I love it. It's great. Uh, they are giving you a bunch of information to help you meet your health and wellness goals. It's a very easy and convenient app that you use. And if you listen, if you just use it for 10 minutes a day, you're going to get a ton of information and great best practices and habits of how to have a better and healthier life and diet. Listen, it's a it's a very convenient app that gives you great habits, great information. If you just use it 10 minutes a day, you're going to get a ton of information to help you meet your fitness and wellness goals.
1: Newman's is also great because they teach you the psychology behind the decisions that you make. And they help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy recipes. No food is good or bad or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with many of your pre-existing popular diets, wants, and needs.
0: So you don't have to do it all in one day, people. Like I said, shavings make a pile or small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Without question, the easiest way to make myself feel better, honestly, in every aspect of my life is making sure I'm hydrated. No joke, it's it's amazing what hydrating your body does for uh, both your emotional, mental, and physical energy. And your skin. I mean, listen, I have great 100%. skin and uh, I like to think it's because I hydrate. And I've been doing it a lot more with Hydrate Spark because honestly, I'm just forgetful. Uh, I, I drink too much coffee and other things. And just having my Hydrate Spark water bottle as a reminder that I need to be drinking just water. And they make it super easy. My Hydrate Spark water bottle, it connects with a very user-friendly app. It, it, it helps remind me. It lights up whenever I need to drink water. Uh, it, it tracks it. Um, and quite honestly, I, I feel much better. I have more energy. Uh, I wake up feeling more refreshed. I sleep better. It's truly incredible what just drinking water can do for your body. And uh, they make it super easy because honestly, since having my Hydrate Spark water bottle my intake not only has gone up, but it stayed way more consistent because sometimes I have these initiatives where I drop off when I'm not, you know, I'm like, I'll do this for like three days and I don't do that. But ever since my Hydrate Spark has been by my side, I am rocking and rolling. So to order and get your own Hydrate Spark water water bottle today, go to hydratespark.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first order. Hydrate Spark is spelled with an I, so that's H-I-D-R-A-T-E spark.com slash V-I-A-L-L. L-L. Again, that's hydraxpartcom slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first order. I, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday because with the announcement of Matt, uh, you know, the, a, a name that got brought up a ton was Mike, Mike Johnson, right? right. Well, why not Mike? I mean, did they not like, t- you know, Matt James not even on the show. He's Tyler's friend. I mean, yeah, he's built this following via Tyler, but like Mike was literally on the show. Yeah, yeah. I know. What were your, What are your thoughts on that, Brett? I mean, do you, I mean now you've been a big Mike, Mike supporter. I mean, did, do you think in terms of looking back, it was just, was it Mike or it was just like, he's like, let's just get a person of color and he seems yeah. like a great guy. Yeah. From where we were coming from.
2: I mean, you know, I've met Mike. He seems like a great guy. Uh, you know, would have loved to see him as bachelor, but we also didn't want to hinge like our messaging on like, it better be this person. Cause we also yeah. realize that there's so much we don't know. I wasn't even fully uh, sure if Mike was in a relationship or not. You know, there's all these things. So we didn't want that to be messed up by hitching our wagon to one person. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's a weird move that Matt James is all of a sudden thrust into the, the lead, even though he hasn't been on a season before. Maybe that's a good thing who really knows? You know, it, it's just all This is all really confusing. So I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to let like, uh, what, like perfect being the enemy of the good, you know, like I'm trying to realize that this is ultimately a good thing. There's plenty more to be done, but I think you, we can all get caught up in like, Oh, but like, it should have been this way. It should have been this person. It should have been yeah, at this exactly. time. And like, but you know, Let's just try to yeah. keep making them do better.
3: It's like the NFL draft. You really can't d- judge until yeah. three years down the road. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, right, n- right, n- exactly.
0: N- nice reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's you're you're always going to have its critics, but overall, it's a fantastic thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because before they announced Matt James, I was going to come on this episode and and like almost offer a suggestion. And that was suggestion would have been like, I get this whole idea that we always cast from a previous season, Mm. but we're in extraordinary times. Go against that for one season, make an, uh, make a real attempt and use the entire nation is it gets someone who you think would be an excellent bachelor who is black, you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and do that. And then maybe get someone who's in the, already in the public eye because, you know, there, there's a story there. Like they could have done that. And listen, they chose Matt James. Great. Um, but yeah, that that would have I, I, I thought that's what they would have done, like take these 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 next month you know month or so, and and just make that a priority to say this is what we're going to do. And listen, it's 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 Warner Bros and ABC. If they really want to get something done, they'll do it. You know, yeah. Um, they certainly have the resources. Um, but um, yeah,
2: Nick, what's um what's funny is the last time that I was on recapping Listen to Your Heart, it was the episode after the whole cameo drama. And I remember That's us talking right, yeah. about it. I remember us all talking about it. And I do remember you saying, it's like, you know, after this, I don't see how Matt James could be on Claire's
0: season. So I yep. guess you were right. There you go. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it was like, it almost maybe worked out that way because yeah. I do know they were having, like, I do, I, you know, I, I, I was curious myself and they, they couldn't tell me much, but they were just like, yeah, we're having a lot of conversations <laughs> about it. Right. Yeah. And my yeah. guess was we really loved Matt. We love Matt. We want him to be a part of this franchise. But man, if he, that, that didn't put us in a tough spot <laughs> as it relates to Claire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I
3: think that, I think, uh, that we were wrenching. I think honestly they're playing. Cause I, I, I know Nick, you tweeted that Matt would be a great bachelor choice. Me and Jade actually had private conversations. As soon as the casting list came out, we're like, I guarantee Matt's going to be the next bachelor. It felt felt like it was going that way. When
0: I first met Matt was in New York and Tyler invited me to like, uh, this kind of ABC tour thing they were doing. Right. And then obviously Matt was there and I'm just like talking to these guys. I'm talking, I like just met him. And I immediately was like, dude, you gotta, you you gotta get him on the bachelorette because wow, he would be, what he would just be great on the bachelorette. And, if all things worked out, he could be the first black bachelor, you know? Yeah. So like,
3: um, yeah, well we can thank cameo maybe to this too then, because honestly yeah. that, that, that may have sped it up because how do you make him the bachelor if he gets on there for a week or two and it has this like clash with Claire and it's weird and it's, can't, not, really, it's right? not a good storyline. So you,
0: yeah. you can't. And,
4: um, no, I agree. I was talking to Ashley about it last week and, uh, both of us were like, I wonder, cause they were going to cast black bachelor. Obviously that's what we all felt. I was like, I wonder if they just pull Matt James from Claire season and put him as the Bachelor because it's, it's it, he he can't go on claire season anymore, right, right. and people want to see him. And then bada bing, bada boom.
0: It's one of those things I think sometimes the Bachelor often gets criticized, and I think fair too. Sometimes is, um, it's like when they put themselves in these situations and they try to fix it, they almost try to fix it, you know, too fast or too quick. Mm-hmm. Um you know sh- like they then it's just like the reality tv playbook right is to use everything right mm. whatever it is whatever the topic is let's use it right let's right. oh you know, let's this is what's bothering you let's talk about it you know they'll record it the, and then they may decide to use it or not use it but sometimes it's just like all right we don't need to you know i think you even had that in your initiative brett like you don't want them to almost um exploit capitalize, it, exploit, yeah. it. E- exploit these kind of uh, the 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 racism that goes on as a way to like get compelling TV, and I would agree. To be the first Black Bachelor is a huge responsibility. I know even Ra- uh, Rachel, you know, like there's she's asked questions, and you know people go to her for all these things. And that's going to now shift a little bit more to Matt, like let Matt enjoy his season and let him be the bachelor as well. Like have this yeah. experience and, and not be just about,
3: be, it needs to be about all his other good qualities too. If it's always just about his race, then I think that takes away yeah. from it. It needs to be a part about his race. It'll be obvious, you know, what's going on, but it also just needs to be commonplace that he's a great guy with all these great qualities. And, and let the show go on as normal. You have, you have to bring awareness, but you can't shine a spotlight on it the whole time.
0: And what will be interesting, too, is that, and I, as a former bachelor, um, forgetting about all the things we just talked about, you always feel like they're not really casting for you, right? They're casting for the show, right? And, and part of that is just timing. You know, they make their last-minute decisions on who the lead's going to be. Casting is a year-long process, so they have... These women or men given on the respective season. And you're just like, I have an expectation of getting engaged and you're not looking for me. And yet here you are casting Matt James in uh, June. Uh, They won't film his season until uh, at least late September. So for the first time, uh, and maybe since the first season, I don't know. They're really going to be casting, hopefully, for Matt, which I think will be make it really interesting. Not only uh, as a, a chance to have more diversity, but like to have people who might be more, from a personality standpoint, uh, more suited for Matt, which I think is a great thing. Hopefully, for sure. So, you, um,
3: I did have one uh, kind of segue question. Do you think Claire is upset? Do you, did you see that she made a statement about? Did like, she? I, I was not made aware that they made this choice at all. And I, it, she didn't say she was upset, but it seemed like she was just like a little miffed by it. But.
0: It, Probably. I don't know yeah. if it's really Claire's place to be notified. Yeah. I mean, right. she yeah. is the bachelorette and that's great, but she's not a producer. She's not a part of production. Um,
3: I feel like Claire's season, I think she'll be fine TV, and I hope the best for her, but I feel like this is going to be one of the most overlooked seasons in the history of the show. We already have the next lead picked out. I think a lot of people are probably looking forward to that. She's already got this weird scheduling and not being able to travel. It's, it's a it's a very weird it's, season.
0: It's, it's weird in that regard. I think people are just anxious to get some new Bachelor content. So I yeah. think there will be a level of excitement, and I do think Claire will be good TV. But you're right. Like anytime someone doesn't like the season, you're gonna you're gonna see the comments on Twitter. Can we just like skip to Matt James' seasons? Yeah, that's right. inevitable. But what's another interesting element is that um, this will be the first time, and I don't, you know, since we can remember, that when you watch this season, you know that every contestant there knows they're not going to be the next Bachelor, right? right. So this yeah, idea right, right. of are That's they here? Of- like this? Right reasons, especially it gets down to the end, the sincerity of their beliefs, and like yeah. you know, I don't. I, I truly believe that having done this twice and being so emotionally invested in these, you don't actually think that. But even from a fan point of view, they're not going to wonder if these guys are just trying to be the next right. batcher because everyone knows who <laughs> the next batcher. Sh- yeah. You're not in, yeah. um, <laughs> and that is an interesting wrinkle. Yeah, you know,
4: yeah, it is sure. an interesting wrinkle. And just a comment on the Claire thing. Uh, it was. I, I just read the article. It was a source that said that Claire oh, didn't say okay. that. It uh, was just oh, like yeah. a source says Claire was not notified that Matt would yeah. be the next Bachelor, and so yeah. I mean, okay. I yeah, yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. But yeah, I just I I, I
3: hope I, I I hope that her experience is as good as it possibly can be. It's it just as a fan of the show, it's mm-hmm. a weird wrinkle because it, obviously it, part of the fun is watching who Claire will end up with, but part of the fun is always like, oh, I wonder who's going to be the next lead. Like that's also exciting for the fans, but. Um, hopefully she does good and then hopefully Matt's is good as well
0: So, uh, well we uh, we want to congratulate Matt obviously on being the first uh, black bachelor and being just the next bachelor and, um, and just to the show hopefully this is just a, a step in the right direction and we will see shall we segue to uh, <laughs> I gotta say did you guys watch uh, Sean's greatest of all time episode at all
3: I, I saw like the first half yeah. Were
0: you, I was and Yeah. What did you I was think, watching Brad? part of it.
2: I was watching part of it because I was a little focused on uh,
0: you know, yeah.
2: The <laughs> you know all that. But I'll be back on board this week.
0: Um, I only asked because listen, we were on this season, so we watch it with a little bit more like enthusiasm. Mm. Um but like the recap of a season, it was like oh, it's hard to just get invested. Yeah. And yeah. but it was a reminder after watching this, just How good overall Caitlyn's season was from a just a drama standpoint. There were just a lot of good stories. I know Brett, I don't know, Brett, you didn't, (laughs) you didn't watch Caitlyn's season when it first aired, but what were your thoughts? Like did did watching this recap make you want to go back and watch it or did you feel like entertained by it? Like what, what I'm kind of just curious of the overall thoughts of just the, the format of, of how this whole series is working out.
2: Yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm really the target audience for this spinoff, you know, it's just educating, uh, you know, Bachelor viewers who got on, you know, after a certain point, because uh, I started with Paradise of 2016, you know, so Nick, you were the first Bachelor season I saw. Uh, and, Jared, I saw you on, on Paradise there. Tanner, I haven't seen – I have been, been able to see you at all. So I, I've got to go
4: back. Um, you still won't see him after Monday night. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah me, me and Caleb fair. didn't have a lot of connection.
4: But.
3: Fair.
0: Uh, fair But enough. They, they referenced your ability to narrate what was going on in the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all that's
3: – that's all I was good for that season. But I yeah,
0: and you
2: and you uh, you did uh, drag Nick for a second there too when he first showed up. Oh, so you had, you oh, had your moment. Oh. Yeah, well,
0: these guys were real. these guys were fucking assholes to me. <laughs> I felt like they after were so watching mean th- to you. Hold after on. After this recap, hold on. Let me. Dude, yeah, you
1: gave him the nastiest look when he walked <laughs> in that room, and it was not only that there was a close up of the nasty look that you gave him when you walked in that room. <laughs> 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 Even on. Ben it's your best even face even the great
0: ben higgins the super sweet nice guy <laughs> was just like fuck this guy what did ben say it's just like how desperate can a guy be right, to show right. up in <laughs> yeah. new york i'm like how is this how desperate how is this desperate <laughs> like uh i'm the only one here Who showed up for Caitlyn? So fuck you guys. (laughs) Although Uh, Tanner,
1: Tanner, Tanner had the line with the "Here you are for your 16th." Yeah, no, I I, I
3: have have a comment about. I I made that comment 16 minutes of fame. Little did I know Nick would go on to paradise, be the bachelor, (laughs) and and here I am five years later on his bachelor podcast. I'm like, oh goodness, Uh, he's on his
4: 37th minute of of fame right
0: now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I gotta say about that. It felt like it took five seasons to be fully vindicated uh from Caitlin's season, and I feel like I feel like this episode really did it for me. because uh, you guys all looked like assholes. Uh,
2: <laughs> no well and the thing is too, like kind of going back is like when I first started watching, you know, I, I was watching with your the beginning of your redemption arc right on, on paradise. So I didn't have all of this like weird context before. And I do think going back, uh, to, to, to this episode, um, I I think I was definitely watching in a different lens and I don't actually necessarily think that I saw, uh, like every interaction that you had with all the guys in the house. So I do think you like came across fine in this episode and I was expecting it to be like, Oh, this is where I see the Nick that like has this mixed reputation and all that. But I ultimately uh, kind of agree with what you were saying It's like, it's interesting that, you know, to use here for the right reasons. Like I think your, your 16th minute of fame or 15 minutes that you had beforehand kind of, theoretically benefited you because it's like, yeah, I've already gotten it. So now I'm kind of here just for this person.
4: I feel like, uh, like you just got a bad rap from Andy season. Yeah, and it was, then no, oh, just yeah. transferred over to Caitlyn season. So the, people the, already the, viewed you as this villainous guy. And then it just like, even though you didn't do anything villainous on Caitlin season, the audience just immediately associated you. Oh, as a totally. Target. I, uh, sure.
0: I, looking back, I, I said this before, as far as my edit goes on Caitlin season, even I was fine with it. Yeah, like sure. when you watch well, it well, back, well, you're like, you, I didn't, you were yeah. fine.
3: I mean, I, I wanted to hate you as much as anybody. But I, <laughs> as you know, like one week later I was team Nick and me, me and you were buddies and we were talking yeah. and I, I was, I was on your side. So, um, I, I, after getting to know you, you're headed for me, yeah, you but
0: you're right. It was just right. like for the people who, uh, th- that's when I, I, I went from being the villain to polarizing because a lot of people watch Caitlin season and thought, wait, I know I'm supposed to not, be rooting for Nick, but I feel like I am, and so yeah, the arc kind of started leading into Paradise was like the was towards the end of the season.
3: I think it was uh, pre beard Nick versus. I think the beard is what yeah, changed. You really yeah, yeah, adoles- yeah, you really saw the evolution. You saw like
0: you saw. I even I got, like I got a tan. I grew a beard. <laughs> yeah. So by even yeah. by the time I'm at like uh, the breakup, I was like, you know, this is the this is the beginning of the new me. Yeah. Uh, it's all
3: it's all the beard and the tan, man.
0: My fucking haircut throughout that whole... Your sh-
1: hair... Look, you started rough at the beginning, but by the end, your hair had it together. It
0: what? was getting better. It was still... But I still did this thing where I, I wore it, like, weirdly high. high in the back. And it had, like, these, <laughs> like, two horns sticking up. I don't... I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, I just... I don't... No, I don't get it. Nick, you have such an interesting personality. You're like,
4: you're such an interesting person. And I, I feel that your overall evolution with in the Bachelor franchise is very similar to like, I can only speak about our friendship, but like our friendship together, because we were always friends, like even from Caitlin's season, moving forward, like I never disliked you, but you... You have this ability where, like, there are times, Nick, where you're completely aloof and, like, disconnected. Like, we go to lunches, and, like, you're not even making eye contact with me. You're just on your phone. But then we'll leave, and you'd be like, hey, I loved hanging out with you. Like, why don't we hang out more? It was really great seeing you. I miss you. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. Like, even though we just talked <laughs> for 45 minutes, like, oh, that was the sweetest thing. I'll never forget one story. I'll tell a quick story from our, our, our Paradise season together where – uh, Nick is obviously very opinionated. He's a big personality and I remember we were having this like man chat and I tried chiming into the conversation and Nick kind of talked over me and I remember being like Nick, don't interrupt me because it was like you, you you just didn't notice that you were, you know, no, talking Jared over me. Jared yelled. I know, I he doesn't like, yell. I was like Nick, don't interrupt me. Let me just finish my sentence. And then afterwards, you you came up to me and you're like, "Hey, dude, like, I'm sorry if I'm ever interrupting or, or talking over you. Just like, just let me know." And I was like, "Okay, I will." And it was just <laughs> as simple as that. And I was like, "All right, that was that was nice." <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we we didn't really become friends friends until Paradise. I think we were like. We were definitely acquaintances and we had hung out before Paradise. But there was still like um, a level of, I, again, even the guys on the, in the, on the show. Tanner warmed up to me pretty quick because Tanner likes conflict. And, and ta- Tanner isn't as resistant. But the is Nick a good guy, is Nick a bad guy perpetuated not only from the show filming, but into reality. Of like when I would connect with these guys, it be like I don't know if this guy, is, you know, like this, um, it would, I don't know, I don't know, because like, like here they are, you guys were all buddies with Sean, and Sean's just be like, I know he's a, I know he's a terrible human being. It was like, well, I don't know if he's terrible, but like maybe we can't trust him. Uh, there was definitely still a lot of that, but uh, I joked on the on the recap and they didn't air that. But I was like, if Jared knew that I was gonna be standing up in his wedding when he was um, when he first met me, I don't, I don't think he would have. Uh, <laughs>
4: um i love by nick thank you uh for coming to my wedding tanner blame
3: blame my baby
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, i i loved uh uh they when uh when they were showing the beginning uh of the season and it was like the night one um the ryan mcdill night oh yeah they didn't even touch that but just what uh, was Caitlin and and Britt. Jared they aired Jared the the the, the most Jared line of all time who was when they aired Jared going. I mean, when I talk with Britta, I like I want to pick Brit, but then when I talk with Caitlin, I like, I, I like, I like her too, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so fucking Jared. I'm,
4: just like, I'm a little indecisive, uh, in life, unfortunately.
0: Uh, decisive as I and like to. super agreeable, and so, pleasant.
4: So I had, a
3: que- I had a question rewatching it. So do you think we would even really know you if Brit had won? Because obviously, like you and Caitlin had the connection, but like making me rewatch this. Like, what if that domino fell the other way? Nick's life could be completely different.
0: To- totally different. I don't think that's what people mm-hmm. realize. And like I mean, I mean I like Chris is doing Chris's job because like they I mentioned the emails on my podcast, and then I'm friends with the producers and you know, they're like, Can we read them? Like, sure. I'm like, we're not gonna share them. And like I, I ran up by Caitlin before. Um, I even like said I'm, you know, they might talk about it and she was cool with it. But um it was more like yeah it was like i was all it was all caitlin so like the plan was in my head that if you guys picked brit uh, instead of flying back to vancouver she was going to be like just send me to chicago Hmm. um i don't know if that actually would have happened but in my head like that's what we had talked about i was no there's no fucking way i was coming on for brit um and in fact it was gonna be like yeah sign me up for paradise i might i probably would have gone on paradise and try to convince caitlin to come on paradise that's probably what would have happened Uh, or at least a chance so but i don't yes my it's safe to say my life is 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 drastically different there's so many butterfly kind of effects that kind of happened
3: oh yeah Uh, in in the show in general i mean if if jared would have got sent home night one or i would like neither of us would be married probably right now or married to someone else like there's so many little dominoes that that you don't think about um you know weeks one two three four on the show but they make huge impacts even you know as to who's the next lead, and then who they pick, it's got a, such a ripple effect on the show. It's really fascinating.
0: Uh, it 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 totally is. um Are there any things watching uh, the the episode back that you know change your perspective on on the show itself or just your own your own time on the show? um
3: No, not really. I mean, I, it it makes me think like everything Caitlin said. She knew she was down to you and Sean from like the get go <laughs> you know what i mean like re- re-watching it from that aspect makes me feel like yeah the rest of us had zero chance
0: i um, remember <laughs> have we told this story jared or did we say this on the new year yeah we we mentioned this on the new our, our christmas episode
4: yeah because kyle we're, was there because we were kyle hanging out with there. kyle that night yeah
0: and this was the first night jared and i had hung out with each other post the season it was like hey you know i haven't seen you since ireland and hey, man. And we again, we were being very friendly. We were hanging out together, but we weren't friends yet. I
4: would say we were friends, but we just weren't as close as we are now, obviously.
0: Yeah. And uh, we were all friends because of this shared experience. Yeah. And we were at this bar, my buddy Kyle. Well, no, like, you know, Jared. Yeah, that's right. Jared, Jared, you know, you naturally talk about your experience. And Jared started like asking me about like what happened and i was like well i'll just fucking tell you everything and i'm telling jared and his face was just like (laughs) i don't know anything you know like the perception of what like it was and kyle was watching it like almost like as a as a viewer just like it was kind of wild to like have and it felt good to just be like I listen. I was, I'm it not this It was the day guy. I went from being a boy to a man. Yeah, <laughs> but it was more like listen. I I wasn't like I wasn't some sort of producer plant man. Like this was all like very real for me. Oh, uh, I
4: never doubted that. But when you started telling me like uh, I I think nobody knew, and including myself, like kind of what was happening before filming and then during filming, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. just, you, you know, you're just not pervy to those, to those, uh, to that knowledge, you know, yeah. as someone like myself and Tanner could probably attest to this, like I had more of an investment in that season, but like, I kind of just like, just went a while, uh, uh, my own way during the season. You know, I, I didn't really cause drama. I was kind of left alone and same with Tanner. And so you leave and you have this whole idea of like, what those moments were to you, and like what everybody else's relationship was, and then, you know, Nick one night was like, All right, "I'm going to tell you some shit." <laughs> and uh, like it was, my, it was like, funny.
3: My dates weren't like those. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where do you think your life would be today, Nick, if she did pick you over Sean? Obviously, she pick I, me over Sean. Yeah, obviously, this season really became you know became aside from some of the early drama, became Nick versus Sean. Do you think like do you think he'd be living in LA do you think you
4: would have gone somewhere else like do you, do you think you'd be married to Caitlin right now yeah. do you think you no I,
0: I to- no I don't no I don't think we were compatible um I think I don't even think we would have lasted half as long as her and Sean did um but that's just my my guess um so yeah no 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 regrets there like I said I'm, I might actually when I watch this back Um, as I mentioned to Chris, like I actually have nothing but great memories. Like, you know, you watch the, the, I mean, when I watched it back, it was, um, I have a hard time not only remember that guy because of his terrible haircut, but (laughs) even just my ability to emote, um, and, and express myself, um, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen that guy in a while. So it was kind of almost endearing for me to like, um. Because, again, when I when I said it and when it all went down, it was just I was just being as vulnerable and as raw as possible at the risk of you guys hating me and, and getting a bad edit. I was just like, this is who I am. And so, like, even the breakup, like, it's all good memories now. It's all great memories. Like, I, I think back and have a really positive memory about the experience because, like, listen, at the end of the day, I, I'm, Caitlin made the right decision. So, it's all very positive now. Right. Um I mean, I don't like that breakup was my best TV moment. You know,
3: it was. It was good.
0: I don't think I could have done better. It, uh, was, it,
3: it was. It was. It was more than just a moment for me, even.
0: And that was like I don't even remember saying that. You know, <laughs> like it's I remember watching it for the first time after because like that was a long breakup, but it was even longer in real life. Um, I'll never forget because I was just like in. Caitlin did me such a favor that I obviously didn't appreciate till much later because
4: which was,
0: well, if she broke up with, let's say she broke up with me the same way Andy did. Like she didn't let me get that close to the, uh, a proposal, right? right, right. Like the morning of, I never have that moment, right? Mm. It it It's not as dramatic. Um, That was really the turn for me where people started thinking, I I don't know. I think maybe we've just been wrong about this guy. Um, Not everyone, but a lot of people. And even during the proposal, I remember when she was like, nope. And I was like, all right, well, I want to get the fuck out of here. Like, I wanted to leave immediately. (laughs) And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I just want to go, you know? And she was like, no, I want to talk about it. I'm like, I really don't <laughs> want to, you know? And she kept, it was just such a bizarre thing because she kept saying, no, I love you. And I'm like, kept saying like, I, what is going on here? <laughs> you're like, you're... <laughs> and she insisted and I'm, I'm sure the producer said, you got to do this. You got to do this. Mm. Uh, he's going to be mad at you, but trust me, He's gonna thank you in the long run, and and Caitlin did me a, a huge service to to do that at the risk of seeming like she was being insensitive in the moment. She she definitely did a she did me a huge favor because I don't think I ever you know again you talk about like if this doesn't happen that won't happen. I I would say the same just to, about that moment. I think if she breaks up with me in a different way, um, it's a very different very different ending.
4: Yeah, I think uh, all three of us kind of have to shout out to Caitlin because if she didn't keep, you know, Tanner and myself around long enough, you know, who may who knows if we make an impression in Paradise and then who knows if Tanner meets Jade and then who knows if I meet Ashley.
0: Specifically with you, Jared, I mean, because like Tanner, he Tanner knew his role. He came in as like a uh, super fan. Yeah, And I, this is not a criticism or a praise, but like you had no connection with Caitlin. Right. And no. you were just an asset to producers being like, listen, here's what I'll do. I will be very honest with my opinions about everyone. Right. Uh, and I will tell you what's going on. And they're like, well, that will get you to at least weed six. <laughs> right. And, I,
3: I knew, and, that's my, that, was, that was my only chance to stay. So,
0: uh, <laughs> But with you, Jared, I mean, you were... Uh, you had a, like a connection with Caitlin and you were like, you, you really... Uh, you looked great on the season, and definitely was a launching pad. You were the first, like, uh, on Paradise, because there's always like, who's the, who's the cool kid? Who's the who's the prize to be won? And you were definitely uh the uh the guy on, on your first season of Paradise. It
4: was crazy. I went on Paradise, and then Ashley was like, Jared is incredible, and then all the other girls were like, huh, maybe he is. All right, let's go after Jared. <laughs> <laughs> was, i remember uh, watching it being like I mean, he's fine he's fine <laughs> yeah. Fine. Like, yeah. trust me i thought the same thing i'm like guys trust me like i got news for <laughs> you i should not be pined over i promise <laughs> you
0: speaking <laughs> of glow speaking of glow up i know i get a lot of it too but i mean ashley really has done done you well oh. jared you've yeah. gotten oh considerably hotter
4: uh since uh, it's night and day my friend i uh, uh i look most, back yeah I look back and just see, uh, see a boy. The thing is, dude, like I just never really took any effort into my appearance, which obviously really cost me. <laughs> and, and then luckily now I've, I've been surrounded like, by good friends like yourself who will give me your clothes. Uh, I get Nick, Nick's hand-me-downs. It's very nice. Uh, and then Ashley, who uh, makes sure I, I keep up with my appearances. So it's good. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah, me and JJ used to always joke. Oh, that Jared guy's going home night one every time. Every time he got a rose, we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I love that. JJ always thought like he was gonna like win. Win. <laughs> <laughs> I <was just> like <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, Tanner. Do you remember? It was was when I first showed up. We were in New York, yep. and it was the first rose ceremony that I was a part of. at the
3: baseball stadium, yeah
0: Yeah. and um so after we snuck into that hotel i mean after i went in that hotel i had caitlin's room number i think i've mentioned this before and there were phones in the room right and so i like for whatever reason they gave me my own room in new york just to kind of like slowly acclimate myself to like So, I have my own room and I called Caitlin's room and so, we, you know, talked for uh, 15 or 20 minutes. They ended up catching Caitlin because they got like the phone receipts and like they put a a, a nix to that but she had mentioned like who she was going to send home that night and I I remember at the rose ceremony right before uh, we're walking out. Uh, to the Met stadium. And I forgot how cold that was when they aired that back, it was yeah. 20 degrees and we're in suits and it was windy, but I just whispered to Tanner and I'm like, these three guys are going home. Watch. <laughs> I
3: was like, who is this guy? And, he was like, and we he was line, line up, 13. we line up,
0: <laughs> we line up and they, those three fucking guys go home and Tanner looks at me. He's like, Wow. <laughs> 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 I right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh uh I probably shouldn't have said that because you you it's it's amazing how quickly you forget you're mic'd in that world because mm.
3: Yeah, you know. Aired,
0: yeah. they could have aired that. Not that I mean, I don't know. That probably wouldn't have done them any good by me being like, Yeah, these three guys are going <laughs> home and then bam bam bam. <laughs> um, but uh I remember your reaction and you were just
3: <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah
0: um yeah that was those are the, the always always fun memories to
3: and jerry we thought we had a chance this guy's calling her in the middle of the night <laughs> i mean come
4: I, on i know well obviously i didn't know that at the time truthfully in the moment i was like i think i'm gonna have i think there's a chance that she picks me mm-hmm. but then looking back i was like i had no fucking <laughs> Uh, like what the bachelor bubble is, man. Like in the moment you're like, like Nick talked about, you don't really think about the future. You're just like, like this. Well, I mean, kind
0: of honestly, having been the bachelor, I look back as confident as I was about like Andy season. I look back and think she was always going to pick Josh. Yeah. You know, even like talking to producers, it was like, yeah, I mean, Andy was really into you. And there may be some moments where she like considered you because things were rocky with Josh, but it was always Josh. And I think with Caitlin, it was, uh, she eventually like decided it was going to be Sean, but there was a little bit more indecisiveness early. But like, I think that like, and for me, it's like Vanessa. It was like, you know, I had these great connections with Rachel and Raven, but it was like always going to be Vanessa. And I think you re- like, you're like you just like, oh yeah. You know, I remember, you know, being on my season of The Bachelor, knowing what I was going through, I, it, I definitely looked at my two seasons very differently about like, you know, I, I guess I was just a little too caught up into it then i then i realize. hey i got a question for you fuckers uh when we were in new york who was the guy who took my suitcase and put it in the shower oh yeah and
3: Is that, was that cory stanzel? stanzel i, I don't I, fucking know Corey, <laughs> these
0: fucking these fucking guys grabbed one of my suitcases and opened it up and just put it in the shower
3: yeah no i remember i remember I remember when that happened yeah. and Corey stands. Listening. <laughs> if you're listening to this and it wasn't you, I apologize. But
0: no, I th- th- that name correct. sounds familiar and I'm pretty yeah. sure it, it was, but I'm yeah. thinking like for all the shit I got from you guys, like you guys were just fucking dicks. Uh, yeah, it was like a
4: football locker room. Like if they're putting shit yeah. in the shower, that's
0: <laughs> yeah. And with Joshua I was like, I just don't like this guy. He's got a bad feeling about him. And it's just like, it's amazing what fear can do to you. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. fuck you, fuck you guys. Is what I want to <laughs> yeah. say? I know. I'm trying to think
4: of like other Nick stories. I, I
0: wish I had. I, I'm all for Tanner, Tanner, or Jared stories.
2: Are there other moments in looking back at the episode uh, that, like, you were surprised that, like, didn't get brought back up?
3: I mean, well, It's hard because they condense it down so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish that in the format that they did less of like the zoom Skype videos and more trying to get into the weeds of the season. I, I, I personally think you mm-hmm. miss out on a lot of the inner, you know, the yeah. inner storyline there. Um, so there, there are definitely things. I mean, there were some big moments early on with like Ryan McDill on night one, and Koopa, and Tony the Healer. They're like little odd characters. I wish I could have relived. A oh little
0: god, bit. I forgot about Tony. Yeah, <laughs>
3: and, and and early on, I mean, I guess Nick wasn't there, so he he came once we started traveling. But there were some big char- big characters that were pretty funny the first few nights. Um, that we just didn't get to relive again. So little things like that, little drama things. I wish I was.
0: Yeah. It, man, but. I think it's, you know, it's such a tough format that what they're trying to do and it's the first time they're doing it. It's like, what do you focus the attention on? And right. um, you
3: your, pick your storylines a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're always probably going to highlight, especially the characters who are still part of the franchise in some way. Like even right. you, Tanner and Jared and Ashley and Ben and myself and obviously Caitlin and Jason were like, that guy was fun you know like fun to fun to watch but you
4: know it's funny um so nick you came on in the new york date the rap battle and thinking back upon that i
0: was not on that date because that was the what that, date that, it? you got the you got the new york one yeah, you were at home, you were back at the hotel I was, yeah, I was,
4: I was trying out my Hugo Boss tux. Um, but anyway, you were at the rap battle. That's when you came in. And you know, what's so funny about that, looking back on like on my own personal life, in that audience was my future wife, Ashley, cause she was sitting next to you. My future sister-in-law, Lauren, uh, my future groomsman, Nick, and then my sister and my best friend who signed me up for the show, drove up to be in the audience, that day because they thought there was potential for me being on the date. So in the audience that day before <sighs> I knew any of you guys and I was pursuing Caitlin was a future groomsman, my future wife, my future sister-in-law, my sister, and my best friend who signed me up for the show.
0: And I was a rapper. That, that is crazy. And then <laughs> and Tanner was, yeah. and then,
4: yeah, Tanner, you were on the rap battle. So, and then another groomsman who was a part of uh, the date. That's crazy.
0: But what's, it's, what's crazy is the, how, how big that room was filled with people you know, and half of them you hadn't even met yet. Yeah, that that's that that last part is kind of wild in terms of being there. Like, if you an out of body experience of like not knowing who in that who was in that room, who's going to be the biggest parts of your life Most yeah. mo- none, none more than than obviously Ashley and her sister. Yeah, it just
3: um, goes to, it goes to show you that the show does have such crazy real impact. Like, it's hard not to just get a little reminiscent. Like, obviously. I- I love the show because all the drama and craziness. But all of us are sitting there watching the show that's greatly impacted our lives so much, and it was just fun to to reminisce a little bit.
0: Well, that's the thing too. It's just like um, you know, I know you know Chris really overplayed these these emails a little bit. But uh, when I when Caitlin was like, "Did I? I never got those letters?" and like this is like five years after I wrote them, it, it was fun to go back and see them, and it had nothing to do with like Caitlin. It was just like. I do have such a fond memory, even though it was very traumatic at the time of that overall experience now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look back and watching it, it was just like, you know, y- yeah, so many of my friends, um, you know, my willingness to, to just do what I did. Um, like, yeah, I, I actually look back on like, especially like going into that environment, knowing that it was going to be kind of treacherous for me. I guess I do look back on that season and with a sense of pride in terms of like how I navigated that. And like, I was really just my most sincerest self. Um, and it didn't work out that like I, I actually am proud of that, that, that experience. Um, and so I definitely have nothing but fond memories about it.
3: And you got your 16th minute, buddy. Well done. My,
0: my, <laughs> my 16th minute that, uh, has been going on six years now. So. <laughs> Suck it, internet! <laughs> uh, well, guys, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. It's been fun going down memory lane with you guys. Um, thanks for being my friends, and, hey. uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, I showed up on Caitlyn's season just so you two assholes could be a part of my life. And yeah, uh, honestly,
4: it was uh, there's a lot of like uh, you know Ben and and uh, who else? You know, we still cup- see cupcake every once in a while.
0: Uh, between you, you, you two, and Ben, I mean, I, you know, that's three real friends I have from the show, and um, that's a big deal. That's yeah, um, a cool, cool piece of it. So, uh, not really. No, I mean, yeah, Chris souls a little bit, you know, like definitely way more, way more Caitlin season. I have a lot more connections from, which I truly I'm never weirdly, thought that uh, would be the case.
4: I know. I'm really kind of like proud
0: of that. I like that. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, I appreciate you doing it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, uh, don't forget to check us out tomorrow. We have a very fun episode. We have a, as an enneagram. Enneagram. I don't know. I can't. I still can't announce. Enneagram.
3: Oh, yeah. Jade, Jade, uh, always, Jade always talks about those. I we
0: have an enneagram expert, a sage, if you will, in the enneagram world, and we have a fun conversation, a little lighthearted episode. Uh, we we dive into that for all the people who have heard about enneagrams, uh, what they mean, what they don't mean, how we can interpret them, and how we actually can use them uh, in our relationships to actually get something out of it rather than you know telling people you're an achiever. Um, so we we do that tomorrow, and I think you will really enjoy it. And don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. And if you're tuning in just to listen to some bachelor goss. Check us out on Monday and Wednesdays. We'd love to have you on. And until then, we will see you tomorrow.